Hi, and welcome to episode 34 of our Love Made Easy podcast, where we're talking about choosing love through fear, anger, and disappointment. Hi, we're Susie and Otto Collins from SusieandOtto.com, and welcome to the Love Made Easy podcast, where we believe no one should have to struggle to have the love they want. Love is unlimited, and it's already inside you, waiting to be released and fully expressed. We believe nothing is more important than love, and in this podcast, and all the podcast episodes we released, we're all about helping you open to having all the love you could ever want and helping you let go of any limitations that keep you from experiencing love as fully, deeply, and completely as possible. And now, here's today's episode of Love Made Easy. So, our topic today is a real interesting one because we all have these emotions that we call uncomfortable, bad, negative, whatever, come up inside us at different times in our lives and with different people. What do we do with those? That's such a great question because they come up all the time. I mean, they come up for me. They come up for you. Everybody has them. And the whole topic idea of this podcast is choosing love in the midst of all of these things. Sometimes that's not so easy to do. Yeah, because, you know, we think, okay, yes, we want to be enlightened. We want to be love all the time. And, but darn, these emotions come up. And, well, first our thoughts come up. And we may not even be aware of the thoughts because thoughts are the beginning of where the emotions really come from. And... We aren't even aware sometimes that we're thinking something that's negative or or that that will bring us uh, fear, disappointment, anger, that we'll feel all that. We're not even aware of it. Let's go to something practical about this, about these ideas. So I want to ask, and, and I'm certainly going to chime in here, when so how does the the fear and the anger and the disappointment what are some ways that might typically show up for somebody well i've been talking to uh people lately about jealousy you're talking about coaching clients. coaching clients and how they don't want to feel jealous and they certainly don't like those um the actions that come from those feelings uh but they do they come up what kind of things do they do well they first of all you know there's there's fear that's why you know fear anger and they get angry because the other person shouldn't be doing something or should be doing something that they aren't doing and they're disappointed that it isn't exactly the way they want it to be there's something off and whether you know, some some people know that they're just making it all up and they can't stop themselves. See, that's the thing. They can't stop themselves. Or what, they, what is the thing that they're making up? They're making up the stories that this, um, I think most of all, the other shoe's going to drop. And by that, I mean that, okay, so it's going along okay, but I'm just 
hypervigilant and waiting for something bad to happen because it always does and i so are you th- saying like they're they're waiting for their partner to have an affair right they're waiting for their partner to not, leave to, to leave mm-hmm. uh they're waiting for their partner to find someone more attractive no we're talking about somebody that's jealous mm-hmm. it plays out differently but it, but in it other plays ways. out all kinds of different ways right. I, i'm just saying that um you know i've been talking with people especially about this and this it's it's these emotions that come up from the thoughts from the stories that they're creating mm. that i don't deserve love and they might not even be aware of these thoughts so there's all kind of issues that come up for people and you know we we talk a lot about relationships but these kind of things also they also come up in other areas of your life. They come up with in relationship with your children. Of course, we, we were talking about intimate relationships and marriages a moment ago, but they come up with you know, in, in situations with your kids, your friends, your other family members, your co-workers. coworkers, people you run into when you're out shopping or going out to eat or anything. One of the important pieces here of our topic is the the first two words, which is choosing love. The whole idea of choosing love is so interesting to me because of the implication that you can actually choose to choose love. Right, that, in, you, in, that you do have a choice because I was talking with somebody Uh, again about jealousy and she didn't know that she had a choice and and that choice that you're talking about Mm -hmm. is the choice to open as love or the choice to see things differently Mm -hmm. what what were you talking with her about yeah that's that's exactly right to see things in a different way rather than how she had been seeing them and you know, whether the problem is communication in a lot of, uh, you know, relationships, mm-hmm. it's communication. Somebody says something that sets you off and you instantly make up a story about why they said it, what, you know, what what that means uh, down the road in the future, and then you react from that place. And you don't see that you do have a choice in that. And if there's anything that I want to bring out in this episode is that there is that choice. When you're talking about fear and you're talking about anger and you're talking about disappointment, these things are always and only come up when you think, well, they they come up only and always when you have a certain idea about the way that the world should be specifically your world and your world also always involves the people in it so so the the fear the anger the disappointment when things aren't looking like they're going to go how you think they should go in order for you to be safe in order for you to be happy in order for you to be fulfilled in order for you to be 
just in control of your life, if that's even possible, uh, that's where it comes from. Right. And what I see in choosing love is allowing space, recognizing when uh, a negative or judgmental thought comes up about somebody, and then allowing space in that. So do you, and, are you meaning just to pause, to, to, to get quiet? What, what do you mean by space? Yeah, and, and you know, I don't want to give a prescription or anything like that, but what I've seen in myself is that if I go along the path of being judgmental or, or whatever, you know, what, whatever's going through my head, the story that I'm, I'm weaving... Without pausing, like you said, pausing, and really checking in myself to see, oh, wait a minute, do I really know <laughs> that, that this is what's going on? Do I know? No, I don't really know. So how can I find out a little bit more about what the person meant? Yeah. Now, we're talking a lot about what the other person meant or what they're thinking and so forth, but it also plays out, this whole idea of choosing love, it also plays out a lot with what you're thinking, what's going on within you. If I have your permission, I'll tell a really quick story that illustrates this whole thing of choosing love through fear, anger, and disappointment. I, I can go to the fear one, something that happened with us uh, oh, not, sure. not that long ago. Um, I, I guess it was a couple of years ago now. Uh, you know, I'm a really sound sleeper. And one night in the middle of the night, Susie comes to me, <laughs> you, Susie, come to me and <laughs> you ask for my help and I'm completely asleep and I'm coming to enough consciousness to know that she's asking for my help. And she says, uh, I fell in the bathroom and I need you to come and look at me. Well, I go and look at her head and immediately my first words are, we got to go to the emergency room. <laughs> now, where the fear comes in is just like so many people. There are stories that pop up. The stories that pop up. So, you know, yeah, we go to the emergency room. It's 4.30 in the morning. Uh, luckily, you know, nobody else had gotten shot. Or... I think my initial reaction is, no, I don't want to. Well, I, and then and I... And then you overrode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like... Do we have to? Yeah, yeah we're going. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I, but, th I think. But that was because of my story and my fear about going to a hospital or whatever. Yeah. But I could plainly see the wound and I knew that, <laughs> um, you know, we, we, we needed, a hospital. We needed some uh, staples. We, yeah. Uh, this was a. Uh, I needed the staples. You needed the staples. Uh -huh. And so six staples later and a couple of hours later, uh, you know, everything is all good except. The story that I started weaving in mm -hmm. my mind. Mm -hmm. Oh, I can't sleep. 
What if what if she does this again? What if she's losing her mind? What if you know, what if, what if, what if? And pretty far down the fear trail, I went really quickly. And I only tell this story to illustrate that our minds can can take us anywhere and we really have two options. We can choose the loving response or we can choose the fearful response. And in a lot of situations around that, I started going to the fear part. I I kept going to the fear part and then I and then then there came a time where I went back to the whole place that we started our relationship from. And that is all all we ever have is this moment. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I could do because because you were out in the future. Oh yeah, that okay. What I if sleep this. What uh, if this? Yeah. So I you know I was all out in the future mm-hmm. of well I sleep so soundly that if she fell again whether it's in the bathroom or somewhere else if I wasn't there to help her you know and and you're not this person that's uh got any kind of mental deficiency you're you're not somebody that's or really physical or 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 you don't have any physical ailments or any of this Mm -hmm. kind of thing but in my mind i started going to the worst case scenario i'd made up all these fears all of it was total nonsense and and then i just had to bring myself back to the present moment just to sit there and say okay First of all, I got to get a grip on myself. <laughs> but secondly, going back to, I'm going to choose love mm-hmm. over fear. Mm-hmm. Now, in that moment, I didn't consciously say that, but that's what was that was what was happening. Is I realized that if I started acting and living from fear. That that was that hypervigilance wasn't going to serve you. It wasn't going to serve me. Wasn't going to serve the relationship or anything else. And yet, it wasn't until I really got it mm-hmm. that okay, life happens, and in this moment everything is fine. Instead of continuing to weave some no good, very bad story going on, so choosing love kind of requires you to bring yourself into a consciousness of the present moment and to and to be willing to see things differently so when fear anger and disappointment pop up and they will oh sure and they will condition yeah who among us has not been fearful or angry or disappointed or wishing some something was was or wasn't different in their life all all of us we all have and yet that is that's the responsibility of I, I remember way back when one of the books that really affected me i've talked about this before on different episodes stephen covey from the seven habits of highly effective people book many years ago talked about about the ability to choose in the moment between stimulus and response and that's that space that's the space you're talking about between that and what you gave yourself when you you kind of came 
to a consciousness that, oh, this has taken me down a road I don't want to go down. Yeah. This is this is not toward love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even though a lot of times we do what we do that is fear-based or anger-based or you know it, it's coming out as anger it's coming out as mm-hmm. disappointment but but it's really all about the fear the fear of what happens if something mm-hmm. that you want to happen doesn't happen or the fear if something you don't want to happen happens so really tapping into and seeing that it's the fear of just what might happen mm-hmm. you know and those stories they can mess you up. <laughs> right, right. We can really believe them. And, you know, from what we've studied uh, and seen in our own lives, we have these stories that begin long, 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 long before uh, they they come up. Like, you know, in our childhoods or or early on where we absorb beliefs and we aren't even aware of them so seeing these beliefs for what they are um that oh wait i don't really have to carry that any longer that's that's a choice and you know one thing that i'll bring up here is it's not always about somebody else but it it's it's about you too you know inside you i remember um, I don't know, in my 20s, maybe 30s, where I would uh, put myself down, make jokes about myself, um, this kind of thing. And it was for attention, for a laugh, whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I recognize it. And I, at the time, it seemed like a, a good thing to do. <laughs> but I came to a consciousness that that was not loving myself. And you had to see that. I had to see it. I had to see it. I had to quit doing that, putting myself down. It was that, oh, wait a minute. If I don't want others to put me down, then I better start stop doing it myself. <laughs> and, yeah. and, you know, so many people that I talk with... Um, say they have self-esteem issues and and they you know self-confidence and it starts right there of choosing to love yourself instead of go in fear of i'm not smart enough i'm not this i'm not that i am this well i you know i have these problems and you know um whatever but seeing and loving yourself and and what that means to to you you know it doesn't mean the same thing to everybody but one thing is uh, catching yourself when you're putting yourself down in your thoughts so starting with yourself and loving yourself first is you know w- what i'm getting from what you're saying and really choosing love instead of well you know like in the example you gave just there of putting yourself down one of the thing that one of the things that occurs to me about that is that was a strategy that you you oh, developed sure. and that strategy of putting yourself down 
was intended to get you something. Yeah, making fun of me so that people would laugh and think I was funny or whatever. To get you attention? Yeah, of course. And until I saw, oh, wait a minute, do I really want that kind of attention? (laughs) You know, and and people do all kinds Mm -hmm. of bizarre things to get attention. And, And not out of uh, meanness mm-hmm. or out of uh, what it, manipulation or whatever, um, they might have learned it. And then they don't know that they can not do that anymore. So this whole episode, we've been talking about choosing love through fear, anger, and disappointment. I, I guess to summarize this for me, I, I guess it would, the whole first part, really, I, I keep coming back to that, which is consciously making a decision to choose love over fear and the other things that come along for the ride when you're living from or not just living from when you're believing things that are, that are, are fearful to you in some way or another. Right. I I totally agree with you that the important point here here is the fact that you can choose. So many people don't think they can. Right. Right. And that um, disappointment, anger, those all come from fearful thinking. Um, that, That somebody should have done something or could have done something and they didn't or 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 they did something and and I'm I'm not happy about it. Yeah. That's the disappointment. That's the anger. They're not acting the way I think they should act. And when that happens because people are definitely not following <laughs> necessarily the agenda that we think they should and at that moment when that judgmental thought comes up, then see what, okay, what, what would choosing love look like? And that doesn't mean you roll over and accept bad behavior from somebody. Well, choosing love is a, is a conscious choice, and it comes from the willingness and the openness to seeing something new. And, you know, as I was talking with somebody I can't remember recently that you can have boundaries about things about something and not be angry about it. But what, a, simply, what a revelation, I, I have, <laughs> you know, I know because we, we think we have to hold our fists up and, and, you know, steal ourselves, but you you don't have to do that. That's choosing love. That's choosing love for yourself and for the other person. Thanks for listening to the Love Made Easy podcast. If you have a question for us or you'd like to have a private conversation with one of us about how you can have more love in your life or how you can remove the blocks to creating more of anything you want in your life, just visit our website at suzyandotto.com and click on the link at the bottom of the website that says contact 
and then fill out the contact form there and let us know what question you have or that you'd like to have a no-charge conversation. On our website, we have a ton of free resources for you to explore. You'll find hundreds of free articles, videos, podcasts, and if you want to go deeper in our work, we have books, programs, courses, and you can also work with us one-on-one. It's all described on our website at suzyandotto.com. Again, thanks for listening to the Love Made Easy podcast. If you liked what you heard here, please recommend us to your friends, family, and coworkers, and we would totally love it if you'd leave a review, especially on Apple or iTunes, because your feedback and review is what will help others know that it's not only a good podcast and you've enjoyed it, but also it helps us be found in these podcast directories like Apple and iTunes. Thanks again for listening. Blessings and love to you. Susie and I look forward to talking with you again soon. Take care.